recording. Hello and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host Lexa White and we are continuing Leader Out of Their Own Affiliation Month. I am super excited. I love this month. And with me this week is Will, also known as Sure Thing. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Lexa. How are you doing? Doing good. Um, for those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, my name is Will. I go by Sure Thing on pretty much all the MCP discords. You might find me in the painting channel, just posting models and usually coming up with some do- some kind of dumb uh, connection between characters that may be more cute than good in some of the tactics forums. Um, and yeah, I'm based out of Portland, Oregon, and we have a really fun little community getting built up here and super excited to be on the show. And then I know we had Doc Fonz, who's also from that community recently, and he shouted something out, and you wanted yeah. to remind people about it. Yeah, on, I believe it's August 7th, we are doing an LVO uh, qualifier at Mox Boarding House Portland, basically your sister store. Yes. Um, and so we're getting ready for that. Doc Farnsworth uh, is a fantastic TO, and so, yeah, it should be a really good time. And then uh, just as kind of a, a tag on to that, I will be running a LVO qualifier on June 11th at Mox Boarding House in Bellevue. Sweet. That's super exciting. Yes. Um. We have some possibly very far out people who are considering coming, and it's kind of terrifying. Fantastic. Any any big names? Uh, no, but I heard of one person on one of the discords was like, I'm going to have to consider this because this is the closest uh, qualifier to me in Colorado. And I'm like, oh. oh. Okay. Well, we might be closer, but it's also s- sooner. Yeah. But yeah, that's awesome. I, I feel like these events, as they're starting to be associated with LVO, are getting a lot of hype, and I think that's oh, yeah. awesome for the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, already, uh, at time of recording, already about half of the event is sold out for Bellevue, and that that's is so cool. amazing to me. How many How many spots do you have? 32. Wow, that's fantastic. I, it's such a cool sign for this community. Oh, yeah. And it's just going to ramp up as we get closer. I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I must ask you a great icebreaker question what character not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol okay I had a couple ready for this I think my first one only because I want to see what bizarre rules they might come up for it would be Karnak from the Inhumans yep uh, I don't know if anyone said that one before but I, I just can't imagine how they would figure out him his whole ability to kind of read the situation and make the best opportune yeah. Uh, play. Yeah, that that is a weird one to do. It's kind of close to some of the mind possession stuff that I'm sure is coming, but it's like almost like predictive rather than reactive. Yeah. Kind of. I'm kind of wondering if it might be some sort of like defense. It might end up being as boring as some sort of defense buff, but it's got to be something. Yeah. No, it it definitely is interesting. I am. I would not be surprised if he has. Uh, his attacks just can be any type, just because he's just good thinking. at finding the weakness. Yeah, I was wondering if maybe he'd have a high mystic defense and some have a similar thing to Mysterio also, mm-hmm. where he like can kind of predict what type of attack is coming at him unless you pay power to screw with him. Yeah, but we shall see. Um, I definitely think he is one of those characters that has been shown on a tactics card, so I expect at some point we get them. Yeah, is he in the Inhuman Royal Family card? Yes. Got it. Uh, it's either that or the other Inhumans card uh, that looks almost identical. Adelan or whatever? Yeah, Adelan Rising. And then Bitter Rivals is just Inhumans, but not unrelated to them. Yes. The other uh, uh, affiliated card is Teo Genesis, which is so much fun. It's so fun. I, it's, uh, funny enough, you're mentioning Farnsworth. Uh, I think I played Teo Genesis on him for the first time ever, and he was blown away that I had a sneaky way to pull off some... Uh, some uh, VPs in the middle of a turn. I once turn one Teo Genesis for VP someone. That's so great. It's such a fun little card. I don't know if it's competitively good, quote unquote, but God, is it fun when you get to pull it off? So I think it it it's only because we have so few few civilian extracts. Is it not yeah. actually that good? I think that's right. I, th- I, think, I think the opportunity cost is pretty high. Yeah, I think as we get more civilian extracts that are popular, I think it's going to go up in value. Right. Um, but yeah, 
So that is something. Um, but yeah, no, Karnak would definitely be a super cool pick. I am still hoping for the Daisy Johnson splash support for both S.H.I.E.L.D. and Inhumans. Daisy Johnson. Now I'm looking that one uh, up. Sky, a.k.a. Okay, Quake. Cool. Yeah, okay. Uh, wasn't Quake kind of alluded to in... Uh, the S.H.I.E.L.D. agent that's in Iron Man 3 is like kind of a Quake knockoff. Is that right? Or is that somebody else entirely? So Quake is like one of the main characters from the TV show. And uh, Iron Man okay. 3 was right around the time when they were... Um, kind of still worrying about crossing those over, so I would not be surprised if it was a reference to the TV show. Oh, interesting. That makes sense? Yeah, absolutely. But I have no way to say for sure. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, now, who did you bring for us to talk about today? I guess I kind of spoiled a little bit by talking about so many inhuman stuff, but I would love to see what we can do with Mr. Blackagar Boltagon, otherwise known as Black Bolt. One of the worst names in Marvel oh Comics. God. I will say I that just, out of the game. How did, how did we? How did this happen? How, how did anyone sign off on that? I love it, but oh. also. Yeah, how did we get here? Mm-hmm. Yes, Black Bolt is a big five-threat piece to get into a list. So. Um, my goodness, yeah. And it, I think we used to talk about the Steve tax to get Steve's leadership. I think Black Bolt's the new Black, the new leader tax, right? I think I, a lot of people are starting to play around with what weird things can you do with different characters and Black Bolt's leadership. Yeah. And then having to deal with, like, they always begrudgingly talk about having to take the five threat in Black Bolt. And I think it'd be really fun to think about how we could maximize him and see which things we can do out of affiliation and then maybe pull some of those things into an affiliated list later in my personal play. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will jump from the start is he's great with no matter the cost. So good with no matter the cost. I, I, there's a similar wavelength that I'm interested to go down with, uh, a kind of a similar mechanic, but I'm assuming the reason you're saying that is because we can put some damage on his healthy side to get him on a flip side sooner. Yeah. And you get to turn one master punch to basically kidnap a character who goes for a middle extract. Yeah. Master punch is so good. It ends up kind of being like a big attack and a little bit of a deception kind of card where you can just launch into somebody if you can get them and throw them in whatever direction you want. Yeah. The combo of after attack is resolved, place within one, and then also throw away, and you could just choose which order to do that in, mm-hmm. is, like, sneaky good. And then oh, yeah. I think and I think the other thing I, I think is worth kind of hitting on here is that, like, Energy Bolt is... I know it's not a great builder for a five threat, but it's a really cool builder. It's a range four, yeah. five damage, and then pierce on top of it. And it's energy, right? Energy's, mm-hmm. energy's and, a premium here. Well, and we have to remember both of these have flat weevils on top of them. Yep, he starts with one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just gets a flat weevil. So where do you think you want to put him? So uh, I've listened to enough of your podcast. I assume that it's worth saying that almost every leader is probably good in Steve uh, Avengers, <laughs> and it's probably not interesting to build another list around that. Fair uh, enough. It might be worth calling out that his focus power that costs three and adds two dice to attack rolls would be down to two, and his defense boost would go down to one. Mm-hmm. Sounds great, but probably not super interesting, I would say. Yeah. Um, the other one, you mentioned no matter the cost. I think the like equip- the other no matter the cost type thing I wanted to call out was maybe Mordo, right? Mordo has some cuteness with uh, putting a damage on Black Bolt and boosting his attack dice. Yes. So I was thinking about places where Mordo's affiliated to play off of. Um, Red Skull Cabal seems like it might be pretty fun to think about how much power we could load onto this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to kind of go the other direction for Master Let's talk Punch about it. quickly. You're, th- um, you're thinking Master Punch. I was thinking Builder. Let's talk about it. Uh, Cyclops leadership. Oh, yeah. Master Punch without the, without having to put so much damage on them. And also just uh, getting Whisper is such a good attack on his Whisper is incredible. Side. Yeah. Yeah, that that was that was one I hadn't fully wrapped my head around, but um, I don't, that's a pretty good one. I don't think it's the best way, but it's a dumb fun way. Yeah, dumb fun is kind of the name of the game, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, um go ahead. Go, no, you're the guest. Go ahead. You have more uh, ideas. The other one, the other one I thought of. There were two others that I thought of. Um, one, I think, with him being five threat, trying to squeeze him into something with a three threat leader seems like it could be good for list building purposes and i was thinking guardians to stack rerolls on him early to get his power engine going mm-hmm. seems like it might be pretty good right you figure with a winging it token he either 
gets to use it on his defenses, which are 4-4-2. And then also if he spikes an attack dice and you can boost it up, it, it might be pretty good, uh, especially with his own reroll. And yeah. then uh, Spider-Foes, I always think of whenever I see an attack with Pierce, I immediately mm -hmm. think, let's get Oscorp weaponry online. Yep. Um, those were the things I had pre-prepped. I'd love to hear what other things you were thinking. Um, let's see. Also, I just think that he has... It's a very expensive core, but I also think he doesn't mind X-Force. Just two long-range turrets on B-maps. Yeah, and most of the B-maps kind of... I mean, you think about Mutant Madman, he's probably pretty good at Mutant Madman. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and then Infinity Formula he'll take. And then he can also be pretty solid on Scoundrels with the Pierce that can override the uh, cover. Oh, that's interesting, too. Yeah. Because of just the way that happens, you do cover and then Pierce happens. Yeah, I'd worry about running him and Cable in a cover-heavy uh, er, secure, but we yeah. can cross that bridge when we come to it. Um, that is a really cool shot, though. I think him getting an extra reroll every turn also seems good. Yeah. Um, in the same vein, Shadowland Daredevil. Uh, so I have not played a single game with any of the Grunt characters. Okay. Um, I'd be that, happy to build it. Is that um, because of their newness or a determination not to play grunts? Ooh, uh, I know there's a lot of people with determination not to play grunts. I actually have not just picked up a game in quite a bit. So uh, it's more it's more of a newness thing. Mm -hmm. I also don't own the models and have mostly played in person or with models that I own and have. Very fair. Yeah. Um, is that, remind me, Shadowlands Daredevil leadership, since you brought it up. Uh, it is uh, whenever attacking an enemy character that's contesting an, ext uh, an objective or holding uh, extract, you get a reroll. So kind of nebula-ish in terms of idea. Kind of. Um, it, it's like reversed uh, Miles leadership where you get a reroll on defense. Oh, okay. Uh, it, it, you get a reroll on attack, but only when you're attacking someone who's attack contesting or securing. Got it. Okay. Um, but also, it uh, for that reroll, you can reroll skulls, which allows him to... We roll a skull, and then if that with you can then do his inhuman reroll. Well, that seems pretty gross. On the non-skull results, so that's something interesting. And with no trade-off cost, right? It's not yeah. a winging it token that you're only getting to use once. It's not yep. a... Yeah. Is that not once per turn either? Not once per turn either. Ooh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, have you done... Have you? What of these have you done recently? I want to make sure that you're getting a lot of diverse <laughs> kind of things to build. Uh, I, I can't, I'll be honest, I have to keep records because I forget when the episode is over. Got it. Okay. Perfect. Um, for the most part, um, I know we did Avengers last episode, so we're not doing event and we already called that out. It's, uh, it's so good. It's not worth building. I think. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, Midnight Suns, just long range characters with bump allowing them to position into range is so nice always always seems good or to or to attack somebody and bump out or something yeah, yeah. it's it seems good i've never built a midnight suns list mm -hmm. um i think i think of the things we mentioned i think midnight suns is interesting cause, just because i've never built one uh, i think spider foes could be really fun mm -hmm. uh i've always wanted to have a spider foes list to reach for and i've never done the exercise of fully building one the and then yeah. go ahead the last thing i do want to bring up is just wakanda yeah. Killmonger's one of my favorite models in the entire game. Uh, then you so, will love Shadowlands Daredevil. Is he, is he good there? I can only imagine. Uh, it's it's uh, both me and Omnis have been playing a core of Shadowlands Daredevil, Killmonger, and Craven. Oh, that just sounds like a lot of fun. And then you can splash a Carnage. Yep, that sounds super gross. Uh, I haven't gotten Carnage on the table, but I've seen him, and I've seen what he can do when well, given the right kind of batteries. So there is a new tactics card called No Mercy that's Criminal Syndicate affiliated, but anyone can play it. Okay. That when they would date the character, they gain three power. That seems good. So even if you do a spender or spend down to zero on a Carnage, when you date the character, you can No Mercy and then paint the town red. My goodness, that seems really cool. Mm -hmm. That's really fun. Yeah. But also, just like Wakanda, just maximizing rerolls. Yeah. 
I, I that sounds really fun actually. <laughs> um, so yeah, we have plenty of options. Where do you want to go? Yeah, so he, you kind of just broke my brain with the Wakanda one. I'm kind of stuck on that a little bit. Uh, I think the I, like I said, sometimes I've come up with plays that are more cute than good, and I think the Mordo thing might be in that. Uh, taking another three threat just to do that kind of makes me feel like that maybe isn't worth it. I kind of like feel like I'm leaning towards Wakanda, Midnight Suns, or Spider Foes. Okay. Um, I I will comment. Let's do it. A long time ago. I played this one game. It was kind of terrible, but very funny. Back when you could get a nine-threat Thanos, I did a two-man squad of nine-threat Thanos and Black Bolt on a 14. Oh, my goodness. It was kind of terrible, but very funny. Yeah, I mean, uh, death decreeing uh, any of Black Bolt's attacks seems like it would be a pretty good thing. Oh, yeah. And you had, because you were playing um, Three Points of Gems, I went with Space Mind. That's uh, Space Easy 2, right? Yeah. So you could Space Black Bolt up and then Mind Gem someone closer to him. So you just had, like, double attack every turn. Yeah, keeping keeping that builder online with the five dice and pierce seems pretty good. Yeah. Uh, that was one of the things I was kind of been toying around with that. Uh, Cabal list would be like Loki maybe being able to space him up, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, but and yeah. Red Skull. And, yeah, Red Skull, <laughs> you could double do it. Uh, yeah, I think I think that one's kind of pretty obvious why he'd be good there. So let's do... Um, I think let's go towards one of the more uh, different ones. Okay. I, think, I think I'd love to build a Wakanda list from start to finish. I don't know that I've done that ever. Okay. Uh, I keep... Every time I try to do a Wakanda list, I end up doing a dual affiliation list because they're such a small core. Yeah. And then I end up not playing the Wakanda side. So let's let's force it. Let's figure yeah. out how we get Black Bolt to work there. Cool. So we, of course, get Black Panther in there. Yep. Um, and then I think, uh, do we just want all the Wakandans or do we not care about Storm? I don't know that we care about Storm. Okay. I, I hate to say it. Uh, Killmonger is one of my favorite models of the whole game. Uh, Shuri, I'm in playing around with and is great. Like, I'm, I think at a certain point we have what, four affiliated models and can start thinking about uh, Rogue Agent. And I don't think we need to grab the last one. That I, I think, I think Storm, like we talked about with the leadership taxes, right? I yeah. think Storm, Storm, a lot of Storms, even three threat is spent in that leadership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. it pains me to say because I think I think it would be very cool, and I've long wanted a alternate sculpt of storm that looks like uh her wakandan more wakandan uh outfits well i want an alternate scope of storm that's her in her punk jean jacket and mohawk so me too i don't i don't i don't think i've i don't think there's a character whose alternate sculpts i want to see in this game more maybe with a little maybe coming with a reworked card but i think uh I definitely think that, that she'd be awesome with some stuff. Well, so so let's, let's pencil her in. Yeah, there are some event skins, since we now know they do event skins because they did Shadowlands Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, there are some specific event variations of specific characters that I'm just like, yeah, I want that. Um, no, but, now, that now that that door is open, now uh, the multiverse is open for you? Well, I, I've been talking about it since before then, but now it's more likely than before. Um, Amazing. Fear itself sin. Okay, I'm looking it up right now. Um, where she got a hammer, like a like a Thor hammer or just a hammer? Uh, like like uh a a Thor hammer. My goodness. And this is sin, as in Red Skull sin, right? Yes. Oh my God! Yeah, I'm looking at this. Actually, one of these pictures looks like it is one of the hammers that's on the hammers. Yeah, uh, no. So hammers is uh based on the fear itself. Uh, comic one. Got it. So there's multiple. There's multiple hammers. Yeah, I'm gonna have to read that. I've been been dealing with some Asgardian stuff. So it seems like it's an Asgardian crossover with other stuff. So I will say, just as a thing in general, Fear itself is strictly medium with great character design. Love that. So don't expect a good story, but expect great character design. You know. Yeah, I think I think that's great. Uh, you, I know from listening to the podcast, you're quite the critic of some stuff. I've found myself generally my principle is I tend to like things until someone until I talk to someone who doesn't like them, 
and I just default to liking a thing. So I'm sure I'm going to love uh, Fear Itself. Yeah. But, like, look at that outfit and that hair uh, and, and the hammer. And, like, that is such a four or five threat sin that I am just so excited to see on the table. Yeah. There's, like, some Thor here. There's some Ronin here. Like, there's all sorts of, like, influences in this thing. Plus yeah. Red Skull, of course. Of course. It looks so good. It does look good. I, th I think... I think that's fantastic. I we have a local who uh, plays Sin whenever he whenever he finds an opportunity to. Yes. Well, Sin. Uh, there is a thing that I have found with Wakanda. Okay. Um, and we do want some low sweat characters in this. They really like rapid fire. Just for the opportunity to use King of Wakanda. Does King of Wakanda limit to a turn once per turn? Or is no? Okay. No. So if you have power to do it. You can do it. And a lot of the rapid fires build one power after the first attack, right? Well, also, it's when you are throwing a bunch of small packets of dice, eventually your opponent is going to flub a dice roll. And you're oh, going it's... to get one or two crits, even if they don't convert into anything. See, then you can dump your King of Wakanda reroll and your Shuri rerolls. You do it You do it to double down when there's, there's something exceptional happening, right? Yeah. Got it. Yeah, rapid fire. Rapid fire is a concept that I've wanted to like lean into a little bit. I think we're kind of doubling. I think, am I right that we've already started to <laughs> rotate on a more killy Wakanda list? I'm guessing. I I think we are because that's. I'm the person who who spent a league playing Doom Prophecy Wakanda. That sounds gross. Who who would you play that on? Was that would that be Killmonger or Panther? Uh, Panther. Or my splashes of uh, Agent Widow and uh, Mystique. You do love Agent Widow. Yes, I do. But, like, <laughs> suddenly Agent Widow's eight dice double attack each to uh, each action, supported by Shuri Revolts and King of Wakanda. Seems pretty gross. That seems pretty gross. Yeah. But also, uh, Back in the old days, and this has changed, and also the offending card has no longer exists. Okay. But they made a less noticeable Avada on uh, Black Panther. Panther, is that... Which one is that? So, everybody noticed the King of Wakanda change. Yep. He also had a timing change on Pounce. Timing change on pounds. Because it used to be once per activation. Okay. Now it's once per turn. Yes. So you used to be able to pounce, double attack, all you've got, pounce, double attack. And so you have that with the Doom Prophecy up and just yeah. get so everywhere. Suddenly you're doing everything. nine dice attack, pounce, nine dice attack, all you've got, nine dice attack, pounce, nine dice attack. All under Mantle yeah. of the Black Panther. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely adore that. I wish it was still around as someone who plays kill lists <laughs> frequently. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I kind of joined this game as all you got was being talked about being removed and being problematic. And then I kind of did a I morally don't want to play learn how to play with all you got because I'm sure it's going to go away. But and it did. It certainly did. Um, I think one thing to think about with the rapid fire thing, just to circle back, is I think what's hard, what it might be hard about that is we're thinking about a five threat uh, Black Bolt coming into Wakanda every t every game. Yeah. Right? That's the whole name of the game here. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's a rapid fire character in affiliation besides, you, besides uh, Bucky. Yeah, but I do think we want to get Bucky in there, I think. I think, I think Bucky's in the threat will be really nice. Okay. And also, um, range five rapid fire with a wild bleed, giving that reroll support is really scary. Seems very good. And as a character that wants to daze themselves, that or wants the enemy to daze me. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, got your back when uh, Black Bolt dazes is very funny. That is very funny. It's like, hey, I wanted you to do this, and I'm going to punish you for doing this. Yeah. I, I love it. Okay, so we're at, I think we're at six, right? Yes. We got everybody but Storm from the uh, Wakandans. Uh-huh. We got Winter Soldier. Uh-huh. And we got Black Bolt. Yes. 
Now, who is who's the next person that jumps out to you as someone you want to talk about? I'm thinking that. I mean, um, I think I think anything that can double down on more dice or re more or stacking of rerolls for Black Bolt always seems good. I think that. I know we're to, we're basically building what almost feels like a throwback list to an earlier time of uh, MCP. Yeah. But I think uh, I think Zemo might uh, kind of feels like he would be gross oh, here. Yeah. Zemo's always good. Zemo's always good. You pair him with the Wakandan reroll. You you have him next to Black Bolt, who's now rerolling two dice on every attack and defense roll. Oh yeah. I think I think that's a lock, right? Yeah, I think that is that that's a really solid pull. That was that was the first thing that came to mind. I'm curious what you're thinking right at this moment. I hmm. There is a monster of a rapid fire character that I think this may be a spot for her. Even though she spends a lot of power, just giving her some additional reroll support is going to be very scary, and that is Domino. I love Domino in this game. Let's let's look at Domino and I, so I can see the synergy you're talking about. You get the rapid fire. Her uh, probability manipulation happens before the the reroll step, right? So yep. you can kind of stack those things on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seems seems fantastic. And uh, also, you just give out incinerate to make uh, Black Bolt's life easier. Oh my god! Yeah, five dice pierce on an incinerated character on energy defense seems like a thing. Yeah. So I I just Domino is terrifying, but also I have a X Men and two uh, and two X Force players in my meta, so I see a lot of her. That yep, I, you I think that's a good recipe to see a lot of Domino and have a lot of opinions about Domino. Yes, uh, we sadly don't have an A Force player that consistently comes out. Oh no. Uh, I'm I'm half half hoping for some kind of something to kind of breathe some life into A Force. I, I want back on the table. okay. I thematically at least the other leader of A Force should be Nico, who is a character I desperately want. Nico with an O. Uh yeah, N I C O. Um also okay. known as Sister Grimm. Got it. Cool. She was one of the Runaways, but she was also the other major founding member of A Force. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, that would be sweet. I was—I'm assuming this is in your list of second affiliation leaders. Yes, of course. Very cool. It's—it's going to either be her or Singularity, and they could probably come as a box. Oh, that'd be a fun one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, and Sister Grimm has like slowly but steadily getting more important in the comics, which I like. Um, Because, like, she's been a teacher at Strange Academy for a while. Uh, She's going to be in the upcoming Midnight Suns game. Okay, very cool. Um, So it's like, I cannot complain at all. And also, she's a canonically gay character. Which which I think we could have more of those in this game. Oh, yes. Um, She's not quite as gay as the uh, other runaways who can literally turn into rainbows, but it's pretty close. That's fantastic. I had no no idea that even existed, but I'm very yes. happy it does. There's a character, uh, Caroline. Okay. Uh, also known as Lucy in the Sky. Oh my goodness. Who's an alien who can fly around and, and shimmers rainbows when she's in her alien form. Fantastic. As someone who doesn't read a lot of comics, this is the type of stuff I'm like, oh, I should read more comics. Uh, or you can just watch the very good TV show. I very well might. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, I've only heard of it. I've never actually seen it. Yeah, no, and they officially get together in the TV show. The okay. the Rainbow Girl and the Goth Girl get together in the TV show, and I cannot complain. I just yeah. wish they would officialize it into the MCU because it's kind of that weird MCU adjacent thing. Yeah, just like the just like the um, the Netflix series that just went on to Disney Plus, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, like, officialize the runaway so we have a canonically gay couple that actually has more than five minutes of screen time together. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Maybe one, maybe one day, Disney. This is, it's one of the reasons I'm so worried about a Disney X-Men. 
Yeah. Is, yeah, they might, they might watch that, right? So fucking gay at this point. <laughs> That's fantastic. I, yeah, I really worry that they might tone pretty much anything of bordering on like controversy down to because they're disney and i think that that's so, so lame because i think comics have been so willing to take risks oh yeah and disney is the most risk of us company in the world i think my goodness yeah can only imagine um are there any other characters that jump out to you as things you want to put into this so we just mentioned a bunch of things that made me remind which reminded me of this and the day of recording we just i just finished watching the finale of this person's show I was actually thinking you've been talking about Rapid Fire and Moon Knight came to mind. Yes. I think Moon Knight could be really fun in Wakanda with mm-hmm. that range four Rapid Fire. Uh, the <laughs> the bizarreness of the multiple personalities. And I think I think that could be really fun to see Moon Knight on the table yes. with that. Um, at some point, I do want to do a bonus episode about the Moon Knight TV show. Um, I, w- I would love to talk about it. I don't know a whole lot about the character, but I'm excited to hear about that. Yeah, I uh, have mixed feelings about the show. Fair. I'm sure, I'm sure that's fair. Um, Disney still doesn't understand TV. Right. The satisfying episode idea mm-hmm. is kind of lost on them. Yes. The, the cliffhanger that doesn't actually feel like a cliffhanger, it just feels like I'm waiting for the second half of an episode, is not my favorite way of doing TV. Uh-huh. On, it's like I think about it and directly compare it to the other show I've been watching a bunch, which is The End Game. I've never heard of that either. So it is Monica Baccarin, who you may know from V or Firefly. Okay. Um, is a criminal mastermind who's recently been caught by the U.S. government. Okay. While caught by the U.S. government, she uses her organization to hold six different banks across New York City hostage at the same time. Okay. I can see where this is going. I think that would be fun. It is so much fun. But back on oh, topic. Yeah, we're, we're taking a lot of tangents. I, I think as someone who loves new recommendations on stuff, I'm just following you on this, this recommendation train. Uh, I think Moon Knight's a lock. I haven't got a lot of Moon Knight on the table, and I think both in terms of the t- things we've talked about before and why this list might be good. I think Moon Knight's a great fit. And also the Wakanda Rewolves allows him to possibly push through the stagger on his bow staff. There's a lot of conditions on that on that stagger. Yeah. And and more Rewolves just make it happen more often. Yeah. There's a lot of conditions to get on a four-dice attack, but I think the rerolls might help. And another interesting thing. Yeah. Um, if, because uh, we are planning on having no matter the cost in this list for Black Bolt. Yeah, I've already I already have it on my list builder. Uh, we can set Black Bolt and Moon Knight on separate ends of the table, and they both effectively do the same thing between Avatar of Khonshu and Master Punch Tone One, and it's whichever oh, wow. side the they commit to. Oh my god! It's like a it's like having a, a little mini deception on each side. It's a little bit worse on Moon Knight because he's size restricted to size two. Yeah. Wow. Well, you just line you line him up against that, right? Yeah. I think you should strategically wait to deploy those our our flank beaters and kind of go from there. Uh, kidnap characters, and then but while Black Bolt can do size four, Black and Bolt he's also randomly is a swell. Yeah, you know, he's get him into terrain or something else. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so I th- I'm seeing nine on my builder. Yes, I am too. Um, okay. So, so we still have one more character to go. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who can use rerolls. Uh, this is not going to work in this list, but every time I think of who needs rerolls, I just think of Thor and how much I love this that model and how much he needs rerolls. But that's not for this list. Um, well, let's well. go down a peg because I think we okay. could fit a fourth bed in here and a very mobile. Difficult to ignore for a threat that kind of needs rerolls. Mr. Sabretooth. I, I, we have a local who, uh, shout out to my buddy Jake. He plays a lot of Sabretooth, and I have, I've heard lots of <laughs> shit talking about the Sabretooth character, and he plays him so effectively that I'm scared to death of Sabretooth. And now give him rerolls. 
and his reroll and those rerolls are not associated with a turn or on his activation or anything like that. So his clapbacks can get rerolls, right? Yep. Yeah, it seems good. Um, yeah, I'm, I think I'm thinking about the difficult to ignore piece and how much we want people to kill Black Bolt for us. Uh-huh. I'm wondering if we might want more ignorable characters around. Very fair. Um, I will have to save Sabretooth in Wakanda for another episode then. I I think we should pencil him in, but we if we could think about... It might be interesting to think about another character that's... You know what I mean? Like the I guess the opposite of too difficult to ignore that superpower. Um, I, one of the things I guess that's worth noting, right? Uh-huh. Maybe uh, something around in the realm of a bodyguard, because once he gets once we have Black Bolt flipped, we do not want him to get, take too much damage. Yes. Well, not quite in that direction, but something that does help Black Bolt, um, and is just very annoying, but sometimes inaccessible, where you have to go for the threat in front of you, Loki. Loki is one of my favorite models in the game. If we're building a list that has Black Bolt, Killmonger, and Loki in it, I don't think you can make me any happier. <laughs> um, there are certainly other options to like think about first. Uh, in that kind of bodyguard train, um, yeah. of course you have the two threat, if you want to get a second two threat of Honey Badger in there, yep. which also lowers their defense dice, so Black Bolt hits even harder. Plus, we have incinerates coming in. Uh, I guess uh, Domino, Black Bolt, and that might, we may not get all three of them in a list. But yeah, it's an it's when we don't have room to put Domino, yeah. you could put Honey Badger in for the pseudo incinerate. Um, on the other hand, if you just want to be tanky as all hell, uh, Colossus. Yeah, we do have Colossus. We already have a built-in bodyguard from Shuri or from Okoye. Yep, uh, and I think. I've never got Colossus on the table, and I've heard a lot of smack talk about him. I think he could be good. I worry about him in a list where the affiliate, where the leadership costs power, because I think he needs power to kind of yeah. turn on, right? Yeah, I think that is an issue. Um, in a different direction, uh, yeah. we have some gun platforms in this list. Yeah, we do. What about some self-reposition, uh, some team reposition with Clea? I I love the sound of that actually. Clea sounds great. She also I'm trying to remember. She has the lots of cool power gen stuff. She's like the mini Red Skull is the way that people yes. describe her, right? Not nearly as good as Red Skull. I think there's also an argument just to play Red Skull in this because then you can hail Hydra attacks into Black Bolt when he's healthy. I guess if we're no matter in the cost to put three damage on him, he's not that far from flipping anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I think I think either I think. I, I like the idea of something that propels forward. Let's hit on one of those, right? I think yeah. we talk about somebody with a space gem. I think we talk about. I know we. I know we're not building an humans list, but uh, Medusa. Yep. Uh, Red Skull or Clea, and I think maybe Threat Math might be worth talking about here with mm-hmm. what we're looking at. Well, and there's also the other option. Tell me about that. Uh, it's if we if we don't really want it early in the game, but we want it middle of the game. Uh, Cyclops. He has that tactical... Uh, field leader. Look. Field leader. That's right. I, I just think of... Uh, no. Oh, yeah, the power phase in there. Tactical Cyclops forever. Um, yeah. yeah, I think uh, t- Cyclops could be really cool, too. Um, and that gives us another push at long range. Yeah. And uh, if we are playing Super Powered Scoundrels, which we may, Absolutely. cover plus quick draw is very annoying. Okay, I can see that. Mm-hmm. You also could hit and run to get back to cover kind of deal. Oh, yeah. Let's do Cyclops. I think okay. that another range four, uh, five dice attack that we want a wild trigger on seems like a great place to play somebody with, to play in a place with rerolls, right? Yeah. Let's do it. And we just, we really have a backline squad. So we like our Bs and we like our Ds. Okay. Yeah, uh, cri- crisis selection is the the thing that I have not fully mastered in this game, so I'm going to follow your lead here. Yeah, so it's it's. I'm looking at it. We have uh, an up in your face person in Black Panther, but then we have uh, Shuri, Black Bolt, and Winter Soldier, and Cyclops all as long range threats, and then we have up close threats with like Zemo and 
Domino and, and Killmonger. Akuma. Yeah, and Killmonger. So it's that B split map thing. I think looks great for us. So I think we have our we have our back line defended by our long range characters, and then we send the specific characters ready to hunt and kill up front. And we have a fair bit of four physical defense. We have Black Bolt with physical four physical. We have Black Panther with four physical. Killmonger. Killmonger with four physical. Um, Cyclops with four. Weirdly, physical. Cyclops. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, I think I think that means if I'm if I'm remembering right with our bees, we're talking about mutant madman and we're talking about infinity formula. Yes. So let's grab, let's grab those right away. Are we going into crisis yet? I yes. don't remember your order. Yes. We go into crisis next. Cause let's I find it. there's enough crisis related tactics cards that you want to establish your crises before tactics cards. Clever. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, uh, so then we're looking at one more secure, right? Uh, yes. And you, we've talked about scoundrels. Mm-hmm. Let's think about maybe what our 20 looks like. Yeah. Well, Cerebro is amazing. Cerebro is fantastic at that. Shout out to CerebroMCP.com, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so Black Bolt and Black Panther makes nine. We're going to need a couple more. So I'm looking at these Cerebro lists. Then we want to think about who's so, who's getting around that cover. Uh, we have a really interesting potential uh, 20. And I don't think it is a good... Uh, um, I think it's a good team, but not necessarily good at scoundrels. Which one are you looking at? I Black, see five twenties here. Black Bolt, Black Panther, Shuri, Killmonger, Cyclops. That seems gross. That yeah. seems really gross. Or you can switch that Shuri for a Winter Soldier. Which is also gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think I think for that list specifically, I would want the Shuri rerolls online for yeah. like one side of the board, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's almost a must. And then I I guess I hadn't really fully thought about how good... I mean, Wakanda's kind of gone out of favor for a minute since Scoundrels came out. Mm-hmm. I kind of hadn't fully processed how good Shuri could be on Scoundrels. Yeah, because she can, no matter what, push you off of your Scoundrel points so you lose your cover. Right, and you think about how often, um, with Scoundrels being five points, how often someone's going to only have one person on a point, potentially. Yeah. So very easily have her be a late activation. And almost thinking about the that possibility for late activation, maybe we want to even go a little bit wider. Like well, I see a couple of six six white here too. I'm thinking about her as an early activation in a turn. Um or or like a second or third activation where oh. you have one of your big beaters after them and you go after the person who's already activated and push them off the point so they lose cover, and then suddenly you are attacking from, like, range four away into someone who's lost their cover. Or sending a Killmonger after him. I love it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that seems really cool. So I like that 20. I think it's good enough. I think there's a 20 here that makes me feel good about putting Scoundrels in the list okay. if someone forces me onto a 20, right? And and we can go, as, as we mentioned, we can go up to that six with... Yeah. Um... One second. Let me get back to my thing. Uh, with a Black Panther, Black Bolt, Shuri, Akoye, Winter Soldier, Zemo team. Yeah, that seems gross. Yeah, that seems really good. Um, I think I think bodyguards and Winter Soldier seem like a thing, right? You yeah. can bodyguard onto, especially a cheap bodyguard like an Akoye, mm-hmm. right? She's likely to die. <laughs> She's likely to take a punch for somebody you don't want taking a punch, and then Winter Soldier punishes you for doing it again. Yeah. It's similar. Black Bolt essentially is a bodyguard in and of itself because we're going to try to throw stuff at him, and then you can do that. Yeah. It seems cool. So, okay, cool. I like that 20. And no. I, I like having a 20 in the list. Extracts. And I have uh, a big first pick. All right, let's talk about it. Uh, alien ship. Talk to me about why. Because uh, it is, no matter who picks it up, it strands them in the middle of the board tone one if they pick it up. Do love that. Punishing uh, these RNG extracts, you can get really brutal if you if someone gets them first turn. And this feels like a list that's ready to punish that for having happened. Yes. Without have... bringing Voodoo or Cat. Yeah. And it punishes specifically Angela and Amazing Spider-Man who generally think they're safe. Because it means they only get one move action put on. That's right, and Angela, and Angela, unless you give her leapfrog opportunities, doesn't have a great way to force herself to move. Yeah, and then Amazing Spider-Man will have spent his one power to pick up 
the thing right. and you don't then have the power to get out of there. That's right. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. And, and then, we just talked about our 20, right? Yeah, and, and then suddenly we kidnap them into a Killmonger and a Black Panther and a Shoei and just all the fun times. Yeah, the, ki- the kidnap thing is very fun. I love this as a mechanic. Yeah. Um, Almost so much so that I'm wondering if we should have brought Mystique anyway, just double down on it. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> uh, and then I think next up, just because we want to punish people going towards the middle and we like it just on our characters in general, is Hammers. I mean, let's talk about a six dice energy <laughs> energy builder with a hammer on it. Sounds great. And Pierce. And, and Weevil. Pierce. Yeah, it sounds, and potentially more rerolls from his friends. Yes. Uh, and then we have talked about wanting today's uh, Black Bolt. Yeah, so anything that puts damage on him, right? We're talking about cubes. We could think about, uh, which one? Uh, which other ones deal damage? Quicor uh, technically deals damage if you don't attack That's during right. the turn. But I, I was thinking cubes. You're thinking, yeah, cubes is, seems like it's solid. Um, I think also a lot of the cubes plays, quote unquote, that you hear about end up leaving someone a little bit risky. Oh, yeah. In a risky position. And so the kidnap thing also kind of doubles down there, right? And also, if someone tries to get cute with us, kind of hate cubes. Grunts do hate cubes. And I hate, I think, I think I might hate grunts. Well, if you hate grunts, you should play more spider foes. That does seem gross. Because you can sinister trap the thing the grunt is going after, and then later <laughs> in the game, well laid plans the grunt. Oh, that's so dumb. I love that. I love these interactions. So, I think Spider Foes ends up having the best stupid interactions, and I love that for the way that the Spider Man Rogues Gallery is presented anyway. Oh, yeah. I, I'm a little disappointed because there was a thing I talked about before we saw the second wave of how I was kind of hoping the somatic identity of spider Foes would not be a team with affiliated tactic cards. They would just be a pile of duo cards. Oh, just like just like a Marvel vs. Capcom team-up situation? Yeah, and they had, like, everyone had one or two team-ups with another person, so they weren't necessarily this group that worked together. They were these pairs of people who all kind of threw a daisy chain worked together because they're like, eh, we have all the same enemy. That's super cute. I love that as an idea. So, yeah. I'm probably going to steal that for one of my own custom affiliations. I'm yeah, you do on. custom stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, you want out on the server so you can dig, dig through them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, can't wait. I'm looking on a Marvel vs. Capcom expansion. Perfect. I even mentioned it earlier. Yes. Uh, I have all. I have a bunch of the World Warriors already laid out. So, Very cool. that's fun. Um, but, yes. Uh... Tactic that's, cards. Did we get, is that at three and three? That's three and we three. Nailed it. All right, let's do it. So let's talk about tactics. No matter the cost, it's basically super glued to my hand at this point. Oh, yeah. Um, let's talk about the rest of them. Um, well, let's talk oh, about affiliated cards then. Well, there there is one that seems pretty good. Yeah. Let's uh, put Wakanda Forever on the list, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I love getting cute. There's no reason to not, not take that. And also, I think we immediately get you up in the in the list. Oh, I I forgot that I have a tattoo of usurp the throne, basically planned and ready to go. <laughs> I love that card so much. Which art are you doing? Oh, I that's that's hyperbole, but I could I didn't know there was a second art. Uh, there's the vibranium heist promo art. You're you are giving me so many things to Google today. Vibranium heist. Uh, came with a promo Wakanda Forever and a promo Usurp the Throne and a special uh and and you're you get a uh Killmonger that's only like a and a ultimate encounter Killmonger not really ultimate encounter but like encounter specific version of Killmonger. Oh, that's really fun. I, yeah, I I saw I've seen that kit. I haven't seen it played yet. Um, it's fun. I also also have seen three D sculpts of the Killmonger with the mask and the gun and all that, which I also I think I want to paint one of those up. Uh, we haven't mentioned it yet, but I started this I started this game mostly because I wanted to paint some of the models, and so uh, uh-huh. the painting opportunities seem really cool. So it's uh, one of the people in my locals has printed out a Captain Peggy and is using it as their Steve. Love that. Mm-hmm. And then has a movie Taskmaster. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I, I know that gets a lot of hate, but it, it's uh, it's a really cool, probably a really cool sculpt. Yeah. 
Um, so what other characters that come with cards are we looking at? Let's let's go check our list. Um, Shui and Black Panther technically have one. The uh, vibranium shielding. Yes. And do I we... think that's it. What do we think of that one? I think that's. I mean, I think vibranium shielding is kind of cool. I don't know if it would yeah. fully make sense if we're trying to run mostly split scenarios, right? Yeah, we're running mostly split scenarios, so I don't think it's a hundred percent what we want to be doing. Okay. Um. So other things I was thinking about now that we've, I think we've run through yeah. everybody who has a card, right? Yeah. Um, thinking about the capture, the the yoink kind of potential we have here, and the wanting to put damage on Black Bolt. Are we are we a face me team? We might be a face me team. This is really exciting. This is the second face me in three episodes. Oh, now I don't feel super original anymore, but I do like the idea. Well, it also it, it has been like a twenty episode gap before that since the last time we talked about this card. Perfect. Perfect. Two in a million. Yeah. Um, so uh face me seems cool. I don't know when we I think our our previous capture mechanics are talking about potentially pulling it off turn one. I don't know when we have I don't know. We don't have a, a Ronin or an Inhumans leadership to throw get that three power. So how are you thinking we use Face Me besides well, that? Well, Face Me is for I think when we day when when our extract holder that we steal it back with dazes, we can take whoever stole the extract and just track to back beam them back in. Oh no! Basically, an oh no, you don't kind yeah. of mechanic. Uh-huh. Love it. Okay, I think Face Me's in. So, uh, a card that um. Omnis has been using to great effect against me that I do want to talk about. Because uh, oh, we do have some power batteries here. Who are we, who are we, let's talk about who the power batteries are first. I know Sherry's one. What yeah. are the others you're, you're seeing? At times, Black Bolt can just be an Certainly. other battery. Certainly. You just don't want to spend too much that you can't whisper, but yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, just uh, and then Winter Soldier can also be a power battery at times. Got it. Okay. So power battery cards, I'm thinking... I immediately go to follow me. That's is my the first one. one. That's the one. Yeah, hey, I did it. Follow me, like do a shui to knock people off points and get and have a bunch of power randomly, and yeah. then follow me into a black bolt to just blow someone up. Or grabbing, or having a black bolt or moon knight uh, <laughs> smash and throw, and then have a follow me killmonger <laughs> beat him up for having gotten thrown into him. Yeah, I yeah. think that sounds gross. All right, so we're at five cards, right? Yes, and Until we haven't touched the... the restricted list at all. Well, I don't mind. My my uh, contrarian sensibilities do love that we haven't touched it yet. Very fair. Um. So yeah, uh, there are. Hmm, a very what, what funny the... card. Yeah, let's talk about it. Have you ever battle lusted a Shuri? I've never battle lusted anybody, Lexa. Do you know what battle lust does? It's the pay without reading it. I think you pay for your size and get to do a push kind of deal. So do it you is, add dice or anything? Yes, somewhat. You're you're pretty dang close. At okay. the end of a move action during an allied character's activation, the moving character may spend power equal to its size to play. Okay. okay. So Shuri's is two, cost two. Yep. Black Bolt also costs two. Okay. Uh, the next attack made by this character adds dice equal to the, its size. Do love that. And then if the attack deals damage after the ta- attack is resolved, push away short, and that is non-size restricted. Non-size restricted push seems pretty good. I, I do worry about all the push aways with our long range stuff, and I feel like we're going to want to stay at four, and yeah. then we're now pushing stuff away, but I do like the idea here. Especially if we can have somebody on the opposite side potentially pushing back towards the main line. I think that's good. Yes, if we want to play Pong with a model. I do like playing Pong. Um, but speaking let's play, let's, of... Let's click it. Okay. Well, we'll get in there and we'll think about it. For sure. Uh, speaking of uh, Moon Knight on the card, Climbing Gear. Do you love out-of-activation movement? Mm-hmm. Or out, non-action movement, I yep. guess, is the, is the more valuable part here. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. And also, it just allows us to get in range for that double tap. Yep, I'm fully on board with this. That sounds great. Um, I'm thinking about 
And, and thinking about the things that we've talked about that makes this list this list, right? Yeah. It's the re-rolls. It's the Wakandan leadership. The Wakandan leadership re-rolls and Black Bolt's re-rolls. It's our gun line. Mm-hmm. And it's the we actually have a weird amount of control for being a gun line. Yeah, we have gun lines with pushes and throws, and we have uh, we have Black Panther being able to get all over the board and push you off your things. We have like a very funny like long range control list, and I'm wondering what things come to mind thinking about those two mechanics I'm and what we can double to down. Remember the name of a card. Okay, let's talk. Why don't you talk me through what you think it uh, does, and it we can try to Captain Marvel and War Machine is on the art. Heavy ordnance or heavy firepower? Uh, let me. It's uh, heavy firepower. Ben two. Add two dice. No, so you basically need to make sure that you don't have any friends around, basically? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds great. We don't plan to have friends around on that side anyway. Yeah, exactly. And it's just Ben <laughs> no, two, add two dice. Right, that sounds great. Especially, yeah, that sounds great. Two, two power for two dice is about as low of a ROI as I'm comfortable getting. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so that might be something. Um, I think defensively, we actually really like, uh, we may like psychic shielding device. Uh, I had on my notes about Black Bolt to remember that he has a low mystic defense. And Convocation's popular right now. Yeah. So, PSD is, uh, mystic boost and what else can't be moved or placed uh advanced or pushed by enemy superpowers or okay uh or mystic attacks right okay so bring that for the convocation mass uh matchup yeah and maybe some other stuff and then bringing for your web warriors matchup marked for death i i also i also really hate black cat so marked for death is yeah i'm on board because suddenly they lose stealth and become slow. That seems good. Uh, so we have 10. Uh, we're at 10 cards if we're counting Battle Lust. Uh-huh. We haven't touched the banner restricted list. We haven't touched the pseudo banner restricted list of Indomitable. Yeah. I want to throw out one more that I think is probably worth talking about with some of the mechanics we've talked about. Yeah. Which Go is Sacrifice. Ahead. Sacrifice is very good. I definitely think it should get into this list. I think is it is. Is Battle Lust comes off for Sacrifice? I would say so. Okay, let's do that. And I'm just, I'm looking, doing a quick look to see if there's anything else that jumps out to me as something that we want to do. Um, a card that I've been having success with, I'm not 100% sure we will be close enough for this to trigger, but I do want to bring it up, is Seeing Red. Seeing red and warpath were on top of with tip of my tongue at that point. Seeing red is, is the like clap back if you attack, right? Yeah. And if, then if warpath a, is the move towards. Yep. Yeah. Well, no. So seeing red is when an ally character within two of the character playing this card uh, is dazed or KO, you get a clap back attack. Okay. We do have a lot of those types of mechanics where we were redirecting attacks and kind of making you want to attack us. But on the other hand, we already have Winter Soldier who can do that from anywhere. Yeah, this is basically Bucky's power as a card. Yeah. So I don't think we need to worry about it. Warpath is very fun, but I think we want to stay at range. Yeah, I was kind of thinking about it for like our frontline guys. Yeah. We have we have the, the Zemo, the Killmonger. They don't really have a hard time getting into the fight. Yeah. But if they get controlled a little bit, they can. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, th- I think I like our 10 right now. Okay. Uh, in a kill list, it's always worth talking about if we want to bring, uh, I mean, if we're going restricted, like the med packs and the healing cards, right? The more attack, because more healing means that we get to make more attacks than our opponent. But. And the other one that's also brought up if we're going restricted is bit of rivals, but I think we're playing too spread out for that. We are too spread out. Yeah. I had that with a guard. I had a spread out guardians list and brought bitter rivals and realized that it never really came into play. So that one so, note where bit of rivals is exceptionally funny. Yeah. Separation anxiety. Oh, because it affects everybody. I've played multiple games of separation anxiety. At, um, with our local local Scott, uh, he's uh, he and I just played a game recently with that. It didn't have a bit of rivals on the table though. So is that is the grossness that it applies to everybody? Yes, 
because uh, it's, it's like each it's like opponent. playing four player magic where it's <laughs> where some cards get really nutty when you have multiple opponents. Well, so that and also well laid plans get really nutty when you have four opponent three opponents. It applies to those. Yeah, because it's each objective token and the symbiotes are objective tokens. Of course they are. Yeah, that sounds gross. See, spider foes, man. Jeez, they're just so silly. And then they do you all can the fun to trap the beacon in the middle. I why why isn't everyone always playing spider foes at this point? <laughs> okay. Because even if they're funny, they're not always good, and some people care more about good than funny. That's true. I I get it. I get it. But also, I get it. Uh, so we've built Black Bolt in Wakanda. Uh huh. We think we've hit all of our card numbers, and I think the flexes we might make if we wanted to get a little more competitive would be to throw out a couple of these niche tactics cards for one of the healing ones. And I will say, we we have somewhat failed at something we were talking about earlier, because technically, like technically we can play this as an X-Men roster. Did we, did we accidentally dual fi- affiliate? Uh, Cyclops, Domino, Winter Soldier. Yeah. And we also have a lot of cabal and cabal in here, but we don't um, have a leader for cabal. Yeah, we we almost brought we all we talked about both leaders of cabal. Yeah. We didn't bring either of them, mm-hmm. but yeah, we can technically run X Men, which is hilarious because my favorite good bad comic that I've read about the Inhumans is X Men versus Inhumans, uh, and so it's a very funny thing to think about Black Bolt working with the with the X Men. Yes, well, aren't aren't like the X Men and the Eternals about to fight in the comic books for some dumb reason? Oh no. Or, do you think we're ever getting Eternals, Eternals cards? I would like to see at the very least Sussy and Black Knight at the box. Yeah, that seems great. I think, uh, and I I would, wouldn't mind a Makai. Yeah. But I think some of the characters like Druig are going to be so hard to put into, paper, into mechanics. Yeah, we're talk- talking that Karnak situation we were just talking about earlier. Yeah. Um. I yeah. would I would like to see that. I'm not like I don't think it's super super likely. I don't think so either. I, I it may happen someday. There are a couple characters out of it that I would like. Uh, Gilgamesh and Cena were great in the film. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned on a recent podcast, uh, I think my favorite Marvel movie is Eternals. That is a fascinating take, and I love that you have it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Most people are like, wow, that is a take. It is a take. Uh, I liked Eternals. I, as I said earlier, I tend to just like things. Uh, but it, it definitely is not in my top. Yeah. So it's, it's, as I mentioned before, and I will mention again whenever the subject comes up, I have been worn down and don't really like the Marvel quippiness anymore. The, the, the uh, sassy humor that comes into everything? Yes. And Eternals had, like, the least of that. Got it. And so that was the appeal there. Yeah. yeah. I can see it. Um, I'm a sucker for quippiness, so I, I might disagree with you on that, but yeah. I totally get it. It's like, I think my least favorite Marvel movie is Guardians 2, because it's 90% quippiness. Oh, my God. Yeah, I could see that. I, I like that one, but I totally get where you're coming from. Yeah. Uh-huh. And sometimes yeah. the quippiness does not match the tone of everything else going on. I will give you that for sure. I think that was a real big problem with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That 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 movie or that show was all over the place in terms of tone. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, we have a full list here. We do have a full list. I think this looks really fun. It has a lot of characters that I've been trying to get on the table which is fun i just finished painting my moon knight nice um, yeah it's it, all very thematic so uh-huh. i think this is very cool um oh, yeah. uh, I, I will be bringing this to mox portland at some point uh for those at home your characters are the list is black bolt black panther shuri akoye Kilmong, winter soldier baron zemo domino moon knight and cyclops with your tactics cards being, no matter the cost, Wakanda forever, usurp the throne, face me, follow me, climbing gear, heavy firepower, PSD, psychic shielding device, mock for death, and sacrifice. With our secures being, infinity formula goes missing, mutant madman turns city center into lethal amusement park, 
and super-powered scoundrel swarm sinister syndicate and our extracts being alien ship crashes in downtown, fear grips world as worthy terrorized city, and struggle for the cube continues. Fantastic. I, I, I love this list. Yeah. Um, if people wanted to f- reach out to you, where could they find you? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the MCPDX uh, Discord is our local meta's Discord. Uh, it's publicly searchable if you're trying to find Pacific Northwest Crisis Protocol content. Uh, you can find us there. My name is Sure Thing. That's spelled S-C-H-U-U-R Thing. At um, And you can find me on pretty much all of the MCP discords. And then I'll quickly shout out, basically, I talked about painting earlier. Uh, I started this because I wanted to paint Marvel characters. And so same name, Sure Thing, on Instagram if you want to see any of the stuff I've been painting. Fantastic. Uh, and if you want to reach out to me, I am Lexa White on uh, all of the MCP discords, Egypt on the non-MCP discords. Uh, you can join the Morlocks discord by joining the Patreon. You also get to support the show. It's patreon.com slash Lexa White. And you also get bonus episodes. I'm hoping to do both a Moon Knight and a Multiverse bonus episode. Uh, I just need to, you know, find guests. Um as well as a couple other things. Uh, recently, we put out an Everything Everywhere All at Once bonus episode that I am in love with that film. My God. Heard great things. You need to see it. It is amazing. I'll reach out when I do. Um, and then uh, also just I did my Q1 music wrap up of just things I have been listening to. So you can check that out at patreon.com slash Lexa White. Um, and then if you want to email the show, it is uh, morlocksmcp at gmail.com. Um, and then as I mentioned at the top of the show, we will be having a LVO qualifier at Mox Boarding House in Bellevue. And if you want to uh, join up, it is uh, https app.getoccasion.com slash xp slash S-N-T-6-K-9-N-F. Um, or just go to the Mox Boarding House website. It's on the calendar. I think that one sounds easier. Yeah. But I, I will probably throw the link in the description of the episode so you guys can check it out. And hopefully if you're in the area, you can come out and play. Um, and we have... Uh, and then if you want to see me play something completely different come to uh, twitch.tv slash Games on Sunday mornings to watch me play custom Arkham Horror the Card Game content. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me, Lexa. This was an absolute blast. I really appreciate your time. And keep experimenting, people. Cool. That was the episode. How did that